0: people it's your boy the host with the most i do not brag or boast and i'm coming to you guys live from coast to coast it's your boy i'm Christy don one the official place to get anything and everything pertaining to these youtube streets how y'all living i'm living swell welcome to i'm Christy don one podcast episode 143 today's episode we're gonna recap revisit i'm gonna give you my thorough analysis of my review of walking dead episode 2 Blair and Gina—a very generic title, Gene- uh, below-average generic names. Blair and Gina. Okay, out of all the owl names you could have utilized, the popular ones, uh, the the better ones, you picked Blair and Gina uh that's the worst of the worst of the owls the old white ladies but nevertheless i digress let's get into it now if you've been following me i've been pretty much giving you guys my opinion of tales of the walking dead ever since episode one i'm not impressed with tales of the walking dead with their premiere episode uh there were a a few bright spots of episode one terry cruz well with the casting with terry cruz and olivia mung uh, that was superb okay on a casting point of things uh the two things that the walk the what the walking dead and fear the walking dead does very well it is, is excellent writing Uh, superb character development fans worship and watch these characters from beginning to end it doesn't matter what uh, uh, alliances these characters are are they the villains are they the good guys whatever the case everyone seems to gravitate to the character development as well as it has zombies in it okay what movie or television show isn't Popular without zombies, okay. But I think that's what The Walking Dead does. Well, unfortunately, um, with episode one, even though the writing was okay, uh, average at best, uh, I, I, I was not impressed with episode one. Uh, even though, like I said, Olivia Mung and Terry cruz those if you want to call them bright spots. Uh, The writing was a a little average, wishy-washy, but the character development and the story, the essence of everything, was far below average, was not happy with uh, episode one, and I didn't uh, give it a very high rating. Uh, I still suggest if you're a Walking Dead fan, uh, just still watch the episode. If you're new to the Walking Dead universe, I suggest to you to watch the tr- the, the whole tribe, the whole catalog of The Walking Dead and the whole catalog of Fear the Walking Dead. If uh, you know, you uh, if you binge watch that throughout in within one weekend, which I highly doubt it, uh then go check out Walking Dead's World Beyond. That was okay. And then mosey your way to Tales of the Walking Dead. I don't think Tales of the Walking Dead is going to have the legs. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a very popular uh, series. Even though the creators behind Tales of the Walking Dead said this is a mini-series. And they really haven't talked about uh, the possibility of the future of Tales of the Walking Dead. Is this going to get green-lighted for Season 2? But let's get into... Uh, Episode 2, Blair and Gina, okay? So, Tales of the Walking Dead, Episode 2, Blair and Gina, like I said... In the previous segment, I think this was a below-average title. Was not impressed with this title, and the way how they describe this episode made it sounds like this was going to be that this was going to be the one. This was going to be uh, a better episode than episode one. Um, but uh, let's get into this. Uh, first of all, Blair and Gina are these two women who coexist at this insurance uh, uh well this small insurance firm and they work together Blair is the boss of this insurance company Gina is more of the secretary the receptionist and let me do a quick background on both of these characters Blair is the one that uh, that's the boss. Uh, that that totally believes in in her BS. Everyone puts up with her. She's snobby. She's moody. Uh, you know she she treats this uh, this job like a, soror- a sorority. Uh, she disrespects uh, her workers she has no respect for none of them uh and basically they all work uh basically at this place just to make uh just to make Blair happy all right Blair looks like she's from like she came from the womb of suburbia America she lives in the suburbs and uh she's into Gucci and all that she's She's a she's a Kim Kardashian, uh, but not as uh, not on the same level as Kim Kardashian. But she's particularly from that mold. Uh, when you look at Gina, Gina is a receptionist that uh, stays uh, that has that, that has a low profile. She takes a lot of crap from a lot of people. Um, uh, can barely can make friends and she just coexists at this workplace knowing that uh if if gina's happy i mean if, if yeah if um i'm sorry if blair's happy we're all happy all right and she can't stand blair blair can't stand her blair accused her of stealing coffee mugs of stealing time not doing what she wants her to do things of that nature all right so uh you got the 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 premise of these two characters and they're in the time frame of the walking dead universe where they're on the eve of uh of zombie apocalypse all right uh the government uh is is keeping under keeping on the wrap not uh uh installing panic to the world letting well particularly in this area letting them know that what's really going on the government is keeping it all hush hush um and Blair knows that there's a catastrophe but she doesn't um uh know how massive and how big this is and all she's looking at is dollar signs uh, to make her her insurance company the best insurance company in the zone. And she knows those phones are gonna be ringing, which they were, uh, to check on their insurance policy and to buy even more insurance because Blair sees the dollar signs of this natural disaster. But she doesn't know what type of disaster this is, unfortunately, all right? So, uh, but she does know uh that this is this could be very serious and blair is uh telling uh, the, her, her her workers that she's going on a vacation that obviously is not scheduled it was not planned she just out of the blue want to take a vacation to go and she's claiming to go to this island with her husband her husband is a perfect Ken doll he just really in the marriage because uh you know she's very successful she she makes a lot of money and and he knows that okay so he's just he's putting up with uh Blair just like anybody else that has to deal with uh Blair all right sorry about the noise in the background i'm i'm out on my patio all right so um basically she go she's she's taking his vacation she's telling everybody to stay there uh, there's one guy that uh, wants to go home and uh, see his family because even though no one knows how serious this is, everyone uh, had, everyone feels like this is very serious and they'd rather be with their loved ones than um, staying in this small building of an insurance company selling insurance and, and, and things of that nature. Blair starts accusing people of doing certain things like the guy she believes she uh, feels like someone's leaving the back door unlocked. She blames it on uh, uh Gloria. Gloria has nothing to to do with it. You know, the blaring Gloria angle uh if we uh, just step aside for one second. It's it's so much of a cliche uh, name and it you know when you think of those two guys you think of Thelma and Louise which this episode is chopped full of ideals that were great in the 80s and 90s when you see this episode you you um you, you have to say to yourself this reminds me I've seen this somewhere before someone has been there and done that with this concept before uh Bill Murray and Groundhog Day uh, you see references of ideals from that movie being pulled to this episode. You see Thelma and Louise. The uh, uh, you know you see uh, Mean Girls. You, you, uh, you see all of the Disney a kid type shows that involve two two girls that can't stand each other. Which if Blair and Gina was younger, this would probably would work but since they're in their middle ages and they're still uh and Blair's still treating uh this uh insurance uh building like a high school it's just like you know it's 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 non believable. Well, anyway Blair goes Blair goes off, leaves everyone there. Uh Blair and her boyfriend goes to this gas station and wait for gas there's a sign at the gas station saying that there's no gas everyone's waiting for they're waiting to to in line to get gas uh this fuel truck comes driving by and the guy begins to uh put gas in the in the uh reservoir so everyone can finally pump some gas now while this was happening uh uh uh, Gina is sitting in her car and then she saw uh no Blair was sitting in her car and then she saw Gina pull up to the convenience store now Gina uh says that the reason why she went to this convenience store to uh get some uh some snacks some goodies and things of that nature but in reality she's uh she's getting uh she She's leaving the city and getting far in a away. But like I said, no one knows how big this uh, uh, this appetite of destruction is. Okay, no one knows if it's city wise, region wise, state wise, country wise, or worldwide. Why? Why? Okay, no one knows. All right. So uh, Blair sees her going to the store. Blair walks and, and confronts Gina as they're going back and forth arguing with one another and uh blair accusing gina of of other things that's going on at the workplace um a car pulls up and it's a grandmother and she has uh her grandson i believe and he's sick he's already turned into a zombie but at this particular time uh and at this particular part of the zombie apocalypse universe no one uh, no this no one knows what a zombie is which is you know there's been tons of zombie movies there have been tons of zombie TV shows and anime shows Uh, you mean to tell me this lady is that old where she has never seen not one single zombie flick in her whole entire life but I digress she still keeps the grandson locked up in the backseat um Blair, uh, interacts with Gina, accusing her of certain things and was, and going to fire and was about to fire, uh, Blair. I mean, uh, Gina. No shit. See, that's another thing I don't like about these names, Blair and Gina. Okay. So Blair, uh, is going to fire Gina. Now, while, um, this was going on in the background, the grandmama gets bitten by her grandson and uh blair and gina pause for a second and see that unfold and uh gina immediately run to her car grab her gun and begins to go to the uh to the truck driver that was pumping the gas and basically uh was going to steal the gas truck from him uh, by that time, uh, there was a black guy came out of a truck. I mean, came out of a vehicle. Said he's from Homeland uh, Security and, um, he knows, uh, he knows something about what's going on, what's transpiring. His son is in the car with them as well. And he begins to talk to, uh, Blair. I mean, well, Gina to talk her down and for, uh, her to hand him the gun. OK, when when that was happening, um, the grandson begins to get on top of the grandmama and that caused everyone to be looking at that. And Gina uh, was looking at that. The gas, uh, the, the truck driver gra- tries to grab the gun from her and the gun goes off. The uh, the bullets hit the gas truck. And what do you know? The truck explodes And then next scene, they're repeating the same events in that particular time frame. They're pretty much stuck in this time frame. And no matter what they do, no matter how they uh, do things, uh, they still end up the same way. Okay, One segment, uh, Blair is uh, uh, getting Gina arrested because she knew from previous days deja vu events that she has a gun in the back of her truck uh, car Uh, the police come they arrest her but all the other madness happens and the the truck still explodes the gas truck still explodes and then they do it again no matter how blair and no matter what blair and gina does those events still happen so Blair and Gina uh came to a conclusion that you know what we're just going to let every we're just going to do we're just going to let everybody go home. They figure maybe if everybody goes home things will be different. Uh maybe their curse and everybody else is being affected by their curse by their deja vu curse, all right? So um Blair tells her Ken doll of her husband to just go without her on the vacation. And she already knows that he doesn't like her anyway. He doesn't even respect her anyway. He said, cool. He goes on to the vacation without Blair. She, she, let, she lets everyone go at the workplace. Gina goes to the convenience store by herself. She steals the fuel truck and... uh uh, she just drives off, and as she's driving off, the scene rewinds right back again, and they got to relive and revisit these uh current events yet again, so Blair and Gina finally realize out of so many attempts, okay, that they have to work together together to get out of this time loop all right. So they both go to the convenience store, all right? They both uh, tell the Homeland Security officer that their grandmama is going to get bitten by the grandson. Uh, as he's taking care of that, um, the, the, the the guy, the truck driver that had the fuel truck, is distracted. They get into the fuel truck and drive off, and things, they're out of this time loop they're out of this day job. they're so happy but then they go to a bridge they look over the bridge they see hundreds of zombies chasing uh people uh, and biting people and this that and the third they came up with the conclusion that they're gonna pour gas at the bottom of the bridge um they tried to light it with a cigarette it didn't work they had to use gina's uh fur scarf they burned the first scarf. They threw it down there. The gas uh, burns all the zombies. And then they left a huge burn, a fire trail back up to the gas truck as they was walking off like they were in Die Hard. And they were Bruce Willis or they was like Delma and Louise. They just go walking away from the truck. The trucks explode, but they didn't die or they didn't go back to that time loop. They just got up they look uh, pretty bad and they just walk off um, t- walk off into the Sun and then the end okay so saying all that let's uh, let's uh, do a recap okay let's basically do a recap. Okay, here's my recap to uh, Tell of the Walking Dead* episode two, Blair and Gina. Uh, out of both of these episodes, uh, with the episode one with Terry Crews and Olivia Munn, uh, this episode, uh, this episode was by far the worst episode, yes, yet, yet. Uh, for a. Uh, A bevy of reasons all right Uh, one remember what I said earlier in this podcast how what makes The Walking Dead works and what makes it so successful The Walking Dead or fear The Walking Dead is the character development let's talk about the character development there's no character development uh, in this episode now let's be a little bit fair and a little bit modest to Tales of the Walking Dead this is different than uh, Fear of the Walking Dead and the original Walking Dead. These are just going to be like six mini episodes uh, of, of characters from their perspective of this wa- zombie apocalypse of the Walking Dead. They're not related. Um, they're not going to be in an episode altogether like Fear or t- uh, or... The uh, original walking dead and uh, each of these characters in each of these episodes at least has 45 minutes so there's a lot of things you're gonna try to either compact or leave on the cutting room floor now when they come out with a blu-ray or DVD uh, behind the scenes and whatnot they may add uh, a lot of this footage uh, to that but until then uh, the character development Uh, there was no character development because there's only 45 minutes so they don't have that much time for any character development as far as the characters themselves there were not interesting characters okay uh blair and gina was not interesting um even the characters that supported blair and gina none of them were very interesting the supporting cast was just were like wall fixtures i mean they were just there all right serve no purpose the homeland security agent served no purpose other than to fill up five or ten minutes all right uh you didn't even understand the connection between the homeland security agent and his son why did the homeland security agent was bitten they didn't even uh, uh you know talk about that okay um so there was no connection Blair's husband, the Ken doll, had no connection to even Blair. You wouldn't even know that they were were, uh, in a marriage. You would assume that there was brother and sister. That's how generic and vanilla and bland that dynamic was. So, the character development sucked, alright? The writing. The writing was... It seems like the writing was coming from different perspectives and they were drawing different concepts and ideas that have been copied and pasted that we have seen over and over and over uh in movies as well as television okay i understand i'm fully aware it's hard to be original in hollywood however um They took a lot, they stole a lot of thunder in this 45-minute episode, okay? Like I said, Bill Murray Groundhogs, they been there, done that. Uh, Thelma and Louise, been there, done that. Mean Girls, been there, done that, okay? So nothing was really original, okay? The characters were boring. The writing, I'm not going to say horrible, but it was not good at all. Nothing kept you motivated to watch this episode which by the way do not watch this episode in the evening or late at night you are going to fall asleep on this episode okay you don't even have to take Quill to be knocked out this episode alone will knock you out you will forget your own number in your sleep number because of episode two trust me watch this in the daytime watch this in the morning but if there's any episode that you want to skip to just jump to the next episode uh you can skip this episode okay trust me you're not uh you're not missing anything by not watching this episode you're not learning nothing from this episode you're not being entertained by this episode this episode is not even comedically funny by any stretch of imagination this was not a good episode all right now um when you talk about, okay, there was a whole lot of stuff that didn't make sense. A lot of stuff. When they realized that they were in deja vu, why Blair nor Gina came to the conclusion that, well, ma- let's just try uh, not showing up at work or you not going to, uh, uh, to the gas station. Neither one of you going to the gas station let's see what happens then now of course the writers which by the way they had two writers involved and i think they had a i think they had uh uh a multitude of writers two producers and i think they had two directors and i feel like and when you're watching this it feels like they just they just uh reese's peanut butter cup uh uh a one director's perspective and another director's perspective and they merged them together and it just made it even fall worse. If these were separate episodes, these episodes would not be interesting by any stretch of the imagination. So they took two of the worst episodes, try to re-see peanut butter, cup them together and it made it, it turned into a flop. Okay, so let, let's let's um. Let's talk about um the con- I mean the whole concept of them with the déjà vu thing. I-, I just thought that, you know, for you know, these two and these guys are not dumb and dumber. Uh B- Blair was smart enough to get her own franchise B- uh uh Gloria was low-key smart. It's just she didn't believe in herself when you talk about the characters. So it's not like these guys are the dumbest people. These women were the dumbest people on the planet. And they just, you have to give them a clue. You have to let them buy a vial to figure out what's going on. All right. So was not happy with episode two. I say the bright spot of episode two was... The premiere of episode 3. I think episode 3 is going to be good. And it has the possibility of being great. Because they're going to pull a character from the Walking Dead universe. In this little uh, in, in this episode. Alright. So this character. And I'm not going to spoil it. Alright. Uh, a lot of people like this character as a villain. So we get to see... Uh, this character develop from their perspective and that's going to be a very interesting uh, episode I think this is I think this is by far out of the three episodes this is going to be the best episode I don't think uh, well episode one you know I didn't I was not happy with episode one but if I got to pick and uh, and you tied me up and said okay you have to watch one of these two episodes I'd rather watch episode one than episode two episode two you can miss me on okay i don't think episode two people are gonna be talking about it uh long enough uh i think people are really talking about what's going on and transpiring with episode three because everyone saw the teaser to that and everyone liked it now i went to it to all the fan pages on social media no one was happy nor impressed with um episode two no one liked it okay i checked out everyone's review um everyone had two had these opinions they didn't like it or just being nice about it you know just say good things about it okay but uh no one no one said it was a good episode it was not a good episode did not like it and if you uh, listen to my podcast last week and if you listen to any of my videos I've been stressing the point of, I feel like fear of, I mean, Tales of the Walking Dead is going to flop, okay? Uh, I'd be surprised if it even can make it this season without them pulling the plug. Uh, It's only six episodes. Uh, We're at the halfway mark. Uh, When next Sunday comes around, we'll be at the halfway mark. And then we'll have three more episodes to go. I feel like if this was a uh, 13-episode series, it would not make it. Uh, to it wouldn't even make it past eight episodes, okay, or even three episodes. I feel like the real reason why this thing was greenlitted, the real reason why we're gonna watch all six of these episodes, is because of the franchise of the Walking Dead universe. AMC, pl- uh, AMC, and AMC Plus has a big stake in Tales of the Walking Dead. Uh, they they want to build that portfolio of AMC Plus because. You know, the own there's a lot of great movies and series on AMC Plus, but the standout ones, the more popular ones, are Tales of the Walking Dead. Uh, you know, they're talking about doing stories around the rest of the characters of the Walking Dead. Uh, everyone's going to have their own uh, series, their own television show, uh, uh, their own movie, and AMC Plus is going to be chopped full of that they're gonna treat amc plus like disney plus you know marvel is really making disney plus hugely popular and hugely successful as well as star wars now you got the walking dead that can probably rival that with their large community and their large fan base and i feel like if it didn't have the walking dead in the title they would abandon this expeditiously immediately on uh, uh, on episode two but that's all i got for episode two blair and gina of tales of the walking dead guys i hope you are listening to the podcast hope you like the podcast uh give this podcast a review give it a five star rating share it with your friends family and followers i will see you guys next week it's your boy i'm about here. hear outro